Howdy everybody, and welcome to today's episode of the Debauchery Circus Campaign here on the Random Rhapsody Network. As always, we are live streaming our sessions on Twitch.tv first, and then we will be uploading the episodes to YouTube and podcast one week later. If you enjoy what you see here, feel free to follow and subscribe here on Twitch and on YouTube, and you can check us out on Facebook as Random Rhapsody TV or on Twitter as Random underscore Rhapsody. So, when we last left off, the Debauchery Circus was traveling north through the dark woods of the Fanghorn Forest to shave a bit of time from their journey to the capital city of North Amia. While the journey started easy enough, the circus was soon forced to travel on foot after the loss of their horse and wagon during a werebear attack, and had chosen to go at a stealthier pace. As they, the group traveled north, they soon encountered a group of ogres led by a troll who had, were, seemed to be carrying fresh game back to their hovel. The circus at first decided to wait out the creatures, but ultimately decided to follow them and eliminate the threat. The group set out at first light and managed to catch the ogres unaware, taking them out one by one as they made their way through the cave. And they found some very interesting items once all the ogres and troll lay dead. After identifying the magic items for the group. Shadowfire surprised the rest by thrusting a large bag into Turgot's hands before running out of the entrance to the Troll and Ogre's cave. The rest of the party was caught completely off guard, and as Turgot opened the sack, he discovered that the Luxodon had given him a huge amount of coins that the cleric had apparently been saving up this entire journey. And so, Debauchery Circus, you are all kind of crowded around Turgot as you all gaze down into the bag filled with coins. Um, Turgot, I gave you a handout that says how much is in there, so you should be able to see that now. Um, yep. Anyway, as you all look confusedly between the bag and the passage south, where Shadowfire had disappeared down, an odd question kind of comes to everybody's mind. A question that maybe some of you might not have considered before. The question is, uh, funnily enough, what would be your character's theme song or favorite band or favorite genre type of music? And since Fontaine, you rolled first, why don't you go ahead and go? Um... So I'm guessing this is favorite real life band if she lived in the real world. It's up to you completely, um, however you want to answer it. What about Florence and the Machine? Because she gives us some witchy vibes. So I'll go with that. <laughs> okay, yeah, Florence and the Machine. Absolutely, I can see that about her. I like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, um, Ormer, you're next. Ormer's favorite music would probably be slow jazz <laughs> as she wanders along, you know, seeing the world, 
that'd probably be playing in her in her mind. Oh yeah, I can see that for sure. Okay, Turgot, you're next. Uh, I would say like some type of a folk music, I guess. Okay, folk music. Yeah, you you were raised in the Druids Grove, so there's probably a lot of hippie type music playing. Lots of lots of bluegrassy style stuff. I, I I can I can see that. Okay, uh, Finn, you're last. Uh, it would definitely be something raucous. I'm thinking like House of Pain or uh, the Dropkick Murphys. Mm. Yeah, Dropkick Murphys. I dig that. I can see that about Finn. No yeah, so, something that like you just start playing it, and instantly people just want to like jump up and like break stuff or like start a mosh pit or something. Okay. okay. Cool. Angry cool. music. Yeah, angry music. <laughs> eh, not necessarily I angry. I wish I was playing a wizard so I could say lo-fi hip-hop beats to study to. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but anyway, as uh, you guys kind of think to yourselves about your favorite music and genres or bands or whatnot... There you stand in the middle of that ogre and troll's den. The dead bodies fairly stinking at this point. Um, at least for, for the, the fact that they've been dead for a little while. So, you know, you know what happens next. Um, and it is a troll cave, so it's just smelly to begin with. But there you stand, uh, all looking down at Turgot, who's holding this bag of money, while Shadowfire just ran full speed out and disappeared. Uh, Shadowfire, wait, uh, oh, god, what, what is he nice doing? Nice going, Turgot, you scared him away. I, I did not, I, how, listen, I've had a lot of people reach for my money bag in my I time. Guess he just decided to leave and left us with all of his coin. <coughs> but, Why? I mean, Shadowfire we do argue was always constantly. a mysterious one, and we did argue quite a lot, and he did not take to it. I suppose that makes, but he, he could have kept his money. Perhaps where he's going, he won't need it. You kind of need money everywhere. Everywhere. I'm like, I grew up with so much money, I don't see the value of it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's Fontaine everywhere. You literally, if you, it's, like, it's if you don't pay banana, taxes, how right, much could it cost? Ten gold pieces. <laughs> so I hate to ask this because it's probably gross, but did we check the bodies? Yes, I think we did. You did. Okay, just checking. Um, is there any more of the game that they had besides the one that we burnt to an absolute crisp with fireball? Yeah, um, there was actually a couple uh, deer carcasses uh, on, along the table uh, near the fire that didn't get burnt up. So uh, you could probably uh, salvage a decent meal if you chose to. Um, that's appealing to me. I not would not eat stuff in a troll cave. I mean, we should take it and go outside and... You no, know. we should not or, eat or things that we find in the troll cave. These guys do not wash their hands. It's a deer. We're gonna cook it. Fire cleanses. Yes. Can I? Can I? Um. Can we just like cut some meat and have rations for later? Because I think it was like 
we waited until morning, so it's probably still morning time. Yeah, I'd or say midday. This is probably early-ish morning because you guys set out fairly early. You're and do, do the deer carcasses look fairly fresh? Like they're not rotting? Go ahead oh. and make either a nature or a uh, medicine check. I'll make one as well. Go for it. Hmm. I'm better at medicine. What about a survival check? Because wouldn't that Oops, well medicine work with advantage? Oh, yeah, we'll so thirteen. Say- thirteen for Fontaine. Just yeah, you can. I, can, I, I, I'd say you can use survival. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, I like that role better. Fontaine, <laughs> it seems a bit strange to you, but you're not entirely sure, because you, you, you don't handle meat. You, I've uh, never seen a dead animal before. Uh, uh, Ormer, on the other hand, with a 23, you can tell, you can see the clear signs of rot already. Um, as Turgot said, these creatures don't wash their hands or anything else, and they don't, they're creatures that are full of disease just on in general it doesn't look safe to you and it, you can smell a bit of a, a foul odor coming from those carcasses already so then I, I stop or I'm like I would leave that if I were you Damn, that's fine by me I'm sure we can uh, scavenge some berries better uh, for my figure anyway yeah like honestly, I, I don't know why we are you know, worried about rations. I can get you guys as much food as you can possibly eat. Alright. Well, I say let's get out of this cave. Yes, let's let's leave. It it smells bad. Yeah, let's find a Shadowfire. Give him his money back, because I don't want this. <laughs> I don't think we can spend the session looking for Shadowfire. <laughs> we're just not going to... We're not going to look for a friend. He's a heavy Loxodon. How hard is it going to be? I'm breaking the fourth wall a little bit, but <laughs> the so, guy who plays Shadowfire isn't here. Well, it, ignore the fourth wall, Fontaine, because Fontaine doesn't know anything about that. Well, um, I mean, if you if you want us to spend the time looking for the character who had to leave, you hey, know... I'm, I'm just saying you guys are free to like, do whatever you yeah, but I don't want it portrayed in character as me being oh so heartless, you know. Like <laughs> anyway, um, so you guys do head out to the outer, um, to out, the outer door of the cave, the, the big old hole in this uh, oddly made hovel. So I believe I described it as basically a giant mound of dirt and tree branches and vines and all sorts of stuff to make just this odd refuse hill. Almost like a beaver dam. But you guys do head out to the outer edge um, and step out into the bright sunlight of the early morning day. As you do, um, Turgot, go ahead and make a um, survival check. As you get, as no, no doubt you're saying, look, looking around, so you're probably looking for tracks, I imagine. Yeah, uh, am I in my natural terrain? You are definitely in your natural terrain. Alright. Uh, natural 20. Yeah, um, 
looking around outside that the hole in the ca- of the cave, you can see Shadowfire's footprints. You you can easily see the Luxdon tracks tracks, and um, they seem to be leading north. Uh, no, he's going to north apparently. North Mia, hopefully. Yeah, why did he leave us if he's just going to go where we're already going? Because we were taking too long. Didn't he want to kill the trolls? Yes. <laughs> uh, I can catch up with him. <coughs> Unless he has well, 40 feet movement. As long as we're heading uh, to North Amia, I'm fine with it. Yes, let's move along. Alright, I'm going to keep an eye on his tracks. Certainly. So, um, as always, for each day, I have you guys do a skill challenge to see how well your day of tracking Shadowfire's footprints and just um, getting through the forest heading north to North Amia. It sounds like you're doing a bit of both. So, who wants to go first in the skill challenge? Uh, you're going to basically describe what you're doing to uh, contribute to this um, this journey. Oh, Shadowfire's still on the map. There we go. Um, so, you tell me how you're contributing to the journey, and I'll tell you what uh, what to roll. And then you'll, four rolls will be to, to, basically to determine what your day's outcome is. So, who wants to go first? Uh, I... Uh, I'm 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 just saying uh, I'm going to be teaching uh, Edmund how to track as well, while I'm, you know, with Shadowfire's footprints. Mm, okay. <coughs> Actually, that reminds me, he's supposed to be leveling up too. <coughs> he would he leveled up from the last battle, so it sounds like you guys, Turgot has done most of the training teaching him to be a ranger. So would you all agree that he should probably take level two of ranger? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So I'm going to be doing that, um, and who's going to be, while I'm doing that, who's going first in today's skill challenge? I'll keep an eye out for potential enemies, potential, you know, altercations. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, he rolled shit. A one? <laughs> Ouch. Oh, Edmund, you're not really looking much stronger. Okay, go ahead and roll me a perception check, Warmer. And that's a 12. So, you're spending the first por- portion of your, di- of your day all heading north through the forest. Uh, Turgot's probably a little bit ahead with Edmund following him. Um, Warmer, you're keeping your eye out, looking for enemies um, in particular, but generally keeping an eye out on the area. And with a 12... There's really not a whole lot you can see. You're kind of a little bit distracted by the birds that are going through the trees above you. Um, it's a very beautiful, clear day. The sun is shining. It's a little cool because you, you, you guys are in the, the deeper part of the forest. Um, but as you move ahead north, the trees are starting to thin out a little bit. And I've got that slow jazz playing just the whole time. slow jazz playing in your head the whole time. Former's probably clicking her uh, beak together a little bit in time with the music in her head, and everyone's just looking at her like, what the hell? Um, but um, a 12 was just what you needed to roll to be a success. It, 
Um, your first one was 12, so good job you. That's one success. Who's going next? Um, I'll go next. I suppose. Um, hmm. <laughs> I guess I will... I'm not very good at traveling through the woods. I'm good at persuasion, sleight of hand. Um, I guess I just want to keep everybody's spirits up. Okay, <laughs> can so I can I motivate everyone? Um, sure. sure. How are you? How are you motivating everybody? Um, I am telling them all the fantastical stories I've heard of Northamia, <laughs> and how it's it's going to be so wonderful once we arrive. Okay, I dig it. Um, uh, let's see. Why don't you give me a performance check? Performance. That's big nine. Fontaine, could you shut up? I'm trying to do something here. Yeah, I mean, I, I, your heart's in the right place, Fontaine, but it's honestly coming off more irritating than, than motivating to everybody. Uh, that's typically how it goes. Yeah, yeah. But that, uh, that's a fail with a nine. Can uh, folks actually hear me now? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, we can. Having having fun with your your audio today, I see. Um, who's going to go third? Don't don't all jump in at once. Finn or Turgat, who's going third? Uh. uh can I help with my tracking uh, of Shadowfire? Yeah, this is a four-person skill challenge. You're still going to uh, contribute to this. The the role you did before with survival, that was to see if you found the footprints. And you did. Yeah, uh, I'll do my usual looking and listening, sending Barnabas up and about to look above the tree line, that sort of thing. Or, if you'd rather me not do that, I can play everyone a jaunty tune to keep their shits up and Well, we've already done energized. perception and performance. I was trying to keep mm -hmm. each one different. Um, but if you can't think of anything... I can be a taskmaster and grump at people when they step out of line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure... He's going to roll high, and it's not you know going to be irritating at all. You know what? <laughs> Give me an intimidation check. 26. 26. Oh, please. my gosh. Finn, please stop. Finn this is, is the least just... irritating thing to happen all day. Finn I love is it. just commanding and uh, getting all everybody in, in line and moving at a quick, steady pace. He is keeping everyone on task with a 26 of intimidation. I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, Turgot, you're last. Um, I have no clue. I guess I can, again, can, can I use my tracking of Shadowfire to help the party? Yeah, you can, you can use, uh, your survival check because this, no one's done that yet. All right, I'll do that then. Twenty-three. Okay, twenty-three is a success, of course. Um, so you, leading Edmund and training him as you're going, are pointing out uh, 
Shadowfire's tracks, keeping him moving, uh, keeping everyone moving along that path, which does keep going northward. Eventually, you guys find um, a very old and worn trail, or a, it almost seems like an ancient road, because as, you, as you're looking down on it, Turgot, you can, it go, the path goes from just that soft forest loam to a much more hard-packed, dense earth, mixed in with bits of cobblestone in, in quite a few areas. It seems like it is actually a, uh, a, an old forest path that seems to be leading north in a, a bit of a northeastern slope, but that, that eastern slope kind of is very gradual. But it seems like that's about where Shadowfire's tracks continue on. Hey, uh, we got a, a, a decrepit old road here going, uh, like, north-northeast-ish. Uh, Shadowfire gone that way, if you want to do that, or just, I mean, I, I, I kind of want to do that, but... Which way would that take us in relation to the city? A bit more east of the city. It's, it, the, the slope is gradual. You'll still come out of the forest, uh, and be able to get to the city. It, it's not that big of a... Sure. Doesn't bother me. And hey, you know, like... It, it'll be a little bit easier because we're not walking through, uh, you know, tree branches getting slapped in the face every now and then. So, you know. And Shadowfire went that way. So. <coughs> I think it would be smart to follow the path. Unless the path is trapped. And bandits usually do stay on paths like these, just in case. I think we can handle any bandits should they come and try to attack us. Uh, Alright, down we go. Okay. So you all begin heading down the forest path, um, which as it is now deep um, packed uh, earth and cobblestone mixed together, the tracks of Shadowfire goes on for a bit more as muddy footprints, but eventually do disappear as you guys make your way northward along this path for the better part of an hour or so. Yeah, I'll keep an eye on the sides of, of the path just to make sure there's you know, Shadowfire didn't get off the path. Sure, absolutely. Go ahead, um, either two of you make perception checks or one of you make it with advantage. Alright. I have Go ahead and do advantage if you have the best. I have a plus five. Yeah. So you do it's advantage. Yeah, go ahead. Nineteen. Okay. With a nineteen you get as you guys are moving down the path, um, the trees are beginning to spread apart quite a bit more and you're starting to see a lot more of the sky as you guys all walk you don't see any bandits or anything like that you're keeping your eyes on the trees into the trees themselves you're, you're moving as um, as carefully as you can while following this trail but nothing really seems to uh, step out and, and, and ca- catch your catch, blah, catch your attention can't talk catch your attention as you guys are moving. Eventually, 
the path continues to go, and the tr at, in the distance, probably about, you estimate a good 120, 130 feet, you can see the tree line begin to open up into a bit of a clearing. Mm -hmm. Finally! <coughs> Nothing wrong with these trees, but it's nice to get some open space where we can breathe, you know? Mm-hmm. I kind of like the trees. And so, um, what... I haven't... I forgot to ask this. Um, what's your guys' marching order? Go ahead and give me that real quick. Uh, me and Edmund are probably up second front. behind the tracker. Yeah, me and Edmund are, like, up front, uh, a little bit ahead of the group. Okay. Go ahead and move you... you on the map. So I kind of get the idea of where you guys are going. Mm -hmm. Probably Edmund would be. So right I don't there. see myself on the map. I just uh, see a big. You're right there. Big black We're at the bottom. Yeah, I don't and see anything. Hold on. I figure I'll be at, at the back to kind of protect from behind. Can you see yourself now? Yes, I can. Okay. For some reason, your token. Always, uh, the vision always gets turned off, and I don't know why, because I always just copy and paste from one to another. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, so is everybody where you want yourselves to be? Yeah. Yeah, I think we're probably pretty good. Who's uh, taking care of the horse right now, by the way? Um, I'll hold its reins. Walk it. Okay. I mean, you can ride it if you want. Then I'll come off as prissy. Well, if a shoe fits. <laughs> For a thing I'm not doing. <laughs> like. Sorry, I really don't like nobles. I, I don't know if you, you know, if you uh, got that from my last rant. Actually, I do get on the horse and I sit side saddle. I'd rather have my hands free anyway in case trouble comes. Mm -hmm. Well, I've got ten foot reach, so I can stab someone down there. I'll lean into it. I'm sitting on the horse. Oh, look at the noble sitting on the horse uh, while everyone mm -hmm. else walks. Yes, huh? does this piss you off, Target? Good. <laughs> Can't believe the nerve. It was actually a very good idea, thank you. Now my shoes, I can, I can clean all the mud off. Beautiful. Can't get your hands dirty. Paying every on act to work. Yes, look at how smooth my hands are. From your shoes and direction. <laughs> right in Turgut's eyes. <laughs> Oops. Sorry. I'm I'm ten feet ahead of you. <laughs> okay. So as you guys continue on to the clearing, um, being cautious and. Um, and uh, very watchful. Uh, um, everyone go ahead and give me a pr uh, stealth check. Uh, I'll pass with our trace, everyone. If we're, if I can do that. Hey. Well, I would have preferred you to have said it before I said make a stealth check. <laughs> well, Honestly, I didn't really I don't realize we're going to do that. <laughs> oh, that should not be a 19, so I think we're fine. It's up to you. I'll and like yeah, you. I mean, I I would have if I realized like if we're gonna be stealthing, but 
Well, this but is more just uh, would you... how 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 quiet are you guys moving as you as you guys walk down the trail? You don't suspect oh. anything. I'm just asking for a general. Hey, how quiet are you guys being as you walk down the trail? Okay, then then I won't. Okay. But still, all of you are pretty damn stealthy, and you guys are moving quiet. Yep. Uh, Turgot and Edmund a little ahead. And as you guys come to the edge of this um, clearing, you guys begin to see the signs of uh, a settlement, actually. Um, You see very old thatch roofs atop of stone uh, buildings down near what appears to be a water source of some type. You can just barely make out the the sun kind of gleaming off of the reflectiveness of the water. And down in between two buildings, there you can see a red-skinned tiefling currently in battle with a large ghostly vision. This this creature seems to be made almost pure white and has an odd sort of horror look on her face as she's screaming and yelling and clawing at this, um, at this tiefling. Um, can you describe oh, yourself dear. for me, please? Yes, I am a <laughs> bright red tiefling with a brownish red hair, um, red horns, and I have a red tail. Oh, so you're trying to steal my shtick, are you? Who is this yeah. handsome man? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and there you see him fighting this white, ghastly, um, floating woman who's howling and scra- scratching at him. So, Dolar, I'm going to need you to roll initiative for me, please. Can I get a knowledge check on the woman? You absolutely can. What kind? That's going to be an Arcana check, I think. Okay. I was thinking she was done dead, but I guess not. Eight. Not so good. Yeah, you're not sure. It's a strange-looking creature. That's not the music I was looking for. Damn it. Um, it's a strange-looking creature. It, it seems to be uh, misty and almost see-through it's in some parts of her. So... It's, you're not sure if it's... It's got to be undead, because it almost looks ghostly. But you definitely are not sure what it is. Wait. If it was undead, then why wouldn't it be a religion check? Because huh? I honestly don't consider religion to know everything about undead. Undead are just creatures. Oh, okay. I mean, if you wanted Fair. to... Is, is that modifier a little bit better? Are you going to get higher than a... No, it's... No, it's the same. Then, my shit. <laughs> then, it, yeah, it really doesn't matter. I'm just used used to it being religion, so I was confused. My bad. Yeah, I, honestly, I just don't think of it. Like, you can make arguments before you make a roll of what, why you should use a different skill. I don't care about that. No, that's fair. All of my knowledge skills are the, the same modifier, so it, it wouldn't help me. Moving on. But anyway, 
So both of them seem to be locked in combat. Um, Dolar, you have the initiative here right now in this moment. So what are you wanting to do? I will cast a burning hand on it. Okay, burning hands. I like it. Everyone uh, seems watches. like a suspicious fellow over there. Everyone watches as this burst of flame goes flying out of this tiefling's hands uh, towards this creature. Um, it, what it actually is is a banshee. Go ahead and yep. let's see. Numbers. That's strike two for you. Yep, that is a 12. So, that's a failure. 16 points of damage. Rolling my numbers. You should have the same number Anyone's... from last second. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, you're right, you're right. I was gonna say we didn't sleep since then. Sorry. But anyway... Uh, burst of flames goes flying out of the tiefling's hands, lighting this banshee on fire, and it screams out in pain as it takes uh, 16 points of damage. It is the wraith's turn. She is going to be doing her corrupting touch attack. That's a 15. Is a 15 hit? That it does. It actually rolled the damage itself, so that is 15 necrotic damage to you. Ouch. However, as it slashes into him, that 15, because of you, because of because of the armor you're, you have, Dolar, that's halved. You're resistant to okay. necrotic damage. So that's seven points of damage. So eight, seven, okay. Yeah. As we ride it down. Okay, that's it for their turn. Um, everybody else, you now have the ability to to do, react. So everybody else, go ahead and roll for initiative. Um, it, whether or not you you choose to do anything about this is up to you. However, you are technically now in the Oh, anyone that's curious, I posted what I look like in the Discord. <coughs> Let me see this picture. Ah, Tybalt. Classy tiefling. Just a shame he was a terrible, terrible Planeswalker card. It looks like I'm waiting on Fontaine. I'm back. Ah, there you I, I had my obligatory blue screen of the day. Ah, gotcha. Um, are you able to get on your character sheet? Um, momentarily. Wow, so good looking, I crashed your computer. I know. Oh. You know, I hate to say it, Fontaine, but thank God I'm not the only one. Oh, you, oh, I know, I just got the fix. No, I had a blue screen of death today. 
Everybody just thinks he's so hot. Everybody's really drunk. I'm pissed off at him because he showed up with horns and a fire spell, and that's my thing. <laughs> Don't worry, you're you're attractive too. Just not yeah, as attractive ladies, as him. Ladies, ladies, you're all pretty. It's okay. <laughs> but okay, I'm the prettiest of the ball. coming up. I will be rolling. I'm gonna click my character. Hey there, Tita King. Welcome. Thanks it's for tuning in. Loading. Okay, click my character initiative. I'm in the mix. Okay, so top of the order we have. That's not supposed to be Shoji, that's supposed to be Ormer. Ormer, you're up first. Okay, so I have a question. I have Step of the Wind, which says I can use a key point to take dash as a bonus action. If I were to dash up here, would I then be able to attack? Uh, this group started early last yes, year. Yes, the only yes. thing that it takes is stuff that uses your bonus actions. Yes. So, like, a okay. arm strike. So, anyway, so uh, then... I, for about a year, but we've only been, uh, I am going uh, to do that. Recently. And I have enough to go to there... I am also going to use an, another, um, wait, hold on, actually I'm going to do that in just a second, um, so I can still do a one-handed quarter staff and then an unarmed strike as an action, correct? What? Not that I am, let me... You're not, on, you're not on camera. You need to be. Why? Uh, you do oh, not no, get the unarmed strike I'm as a bonus action, so unless you have extra yeah. attack, you, you have, so you'd get your extra... You have your attack. You have your attack action, so you can eat, and you should have yeah. two strikes at level yeah. six. Yeah. Okay, so, so then I am... Two attacks with your quarterstaff, then your and bonus you action attack. is your unarmed strike if you can do a bonus action. Okay, but since I used Which that bonus action for my dash, I cannot. Correct. Okay. Correct. Correct. Okay, so I can just hey, do. Hellhound. Thanks for watching. Okay, so I can do two. Can I do one quarter staff attack and one unarmed attack? Yeah, you can. Yeah, do, you I can mean. Do it however you okay. Want. Okay, so. Sorry. Okay, I'm going to do this. Which hits. Oh, yeah, that definitely hits. There. Then I am going to do an unarmed strike. And then I'm also using a key point to do Hand of Harm. Um, so, I gotta figure out how to do that on here. This is the first time... Oh, here we go. You should just be able to click the check mark. Yeah. Do I have to re-roll? I have to re-roll that then, don't I? Because I did not have that click for my... It doesn't matter. Unarmed strike. When you hit do damage, it should pop up. Okay. And 17 does it. Okay, there we go. I apologize for that. That is the first time using that, so I just <laughs> had to figure it out. Now, you're at the point now where your hands count as magical uh, weapons, correct? I believe so. Where would I... Are level monk? I, yeah, yes, yes, I am level six monk. Then yes, you have key-empowered strikes. Okay, so this is what happens. 
Ormer goes running up to the Banshee, tw uh, twirling her staff over her head, and cracks down with that mithril quarterstaff. Fortunately, being magical, she, it does take the full damage. You then uh, round it out with a big punch directly to the thing's ghastly face. And um, the punch goes through, doing the nine points of damage. And you see the Hands of Harm effect take hold and do a bit more damage. But as you draw your, your fist back, it doesn't do quite as much as it, you thought it should. It still did damage. That's all that matters. Yes, it did. So that's it for Armor. Turgot, you're up next. Uh, Alright. So, uh, first I'm gonna cast Hunter's Mark on the, on the ghost. And then I'm gonna take my two, uh, attacks on it. Uh, 11 and 26. Okay, the 11 does not hit. However, the 26 definitely does. That's 22 points of damage. 22 points of damage. That hurt. You see these arrows go flying through the air. One misses completely, just barely missing Ormer as well. However, the second one pierces directly through the creature's head. And 22 points of damage. Let's see, they had 19 the last round. So yeah, um, that is more than enough to take this thing out. The arrow goes through the creature's skull, and it just drops again, dissipating into the ground. Hey, I thought you guys needed help! Um, dungeon draft is what I use, Tita King. Dungeon draft. Well, I'm glad you took care of that before I had to get my hands dirty. Freaking nobles. He did it for <laughs> Shadowfire. You know, the guy who left us without a word and ran off into the day with uh, no thought of his friends or telling us why he left or where he'd gone. Yeah, what, what, what is up with that? Like, he could, you know, he could say something like, hey, it's not you, it's me. You know? No problem. It's a great program. Perhaps he wasn't. It. Perhaps he was just an ass. Why are we bad talking Shadowfire? <laughs> because he, he ran off and left us without a word. Yeah, he's, like, he's he always been a really more. reserved man. I, I just figure he has his own business. Yeah, but know? if I were to leave, I would, you know, tell you guys, like, hey, I'm leaving because screw you. You know? <laughs> Don't mind me, I'll just be on the corner crying. It's okay. <laughs> Alright. Okay, but it so is Dolar's turn in uh, initiative order right now. Thank you for your assistance there, Miss. I think he's talking to you, Ormir. Hey, Ormir, oh, uh, you usually. I'm sorry, respond. I can barely hear what you were saying. <laughs> I think he's uh. gender. <laughs> Thank you for your assistance. I do appreciate it, Miss. 
The name's Ormer. Not a problem. I'm happy to help. Much appreciated, Ormer. And your comrades, <laughs> thank you. Uh, it was actually only me. You know. I'm pretty You're cool. You're very welcome. welcome. Come, come over, guys. Come over. I'll stay at a distance. I, I ride the horse side saddle over there. I am Finvara, the ringleader of our little incident horn and fire expert. Who might you be? Well, as I'm... you're saying this, um, it actually comes up to the Banshee's turn order. And there's more of them than you thought, because as you all cl uh, begin clustering around him, asking him questions, several more appear right in front of you. <laughs> of course they do. Of course they do. <laughs> oh dear, our problem is not solved yet. <laughs> well, at least everybody's closer and can help out more. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to cut in, but y'all just kept on going, so. I mean, have you met Finn? That's kind of his thing. That is true. You said it It was the Banshee's turn. Did it I is. get to go? Yeah, you went. You you went by moving. That was oh, because they were after you in, in initiative order. So that's kind of what I was waiting for. Yeah, I guess I just... I didn't use some extra bonus action. <laughs> what, was there something that you could have done without knowing that Banshees were coming towards you? I guess not. Okay. Oh, do I need to move back? No, um, yeah, because you okay. technically weren't um, in initiative, so you would have been back. The two of you would have been back where you were. Sure, that's fine. Uh, Bar Barnabas ha was in initiative order, so he probably would have been about right there. Sure, that's fine. That's where he was. Anyway, it is now the Banshee's turn as they appear. Two of them are close enough that they are able to get attacks out. Right, this one is right there. Now what it's doing it is using its horrifying visage. So each non-undead creature within 60 feet of the Banshee that can see her must succeed a DC 13 wisdom saving throw. So from this guy Jesus. Yeah, that's everybody. So I need everybody, except for Dolar, because you you succeeded um, when you first saw the Banshee. So you do not need to do Except this. for the horse. Uh-oh. Unless I'm still on the horse. Oh, she's, you're still on... Well, um... Wait, did you say you got down? I... Tell me. No, I said I ride up side saddle over there. Okay. Oh, then the yeah. horse would be there, too. It just yep. wasn't moved up. Let me move the horse. And yeah. We'll Man, I wish I had just used this. So wisdom save, you said? Um, yeah, wisdom save. Okay. I was going to use uh, my wheel of fortune, which lets me reroll <laughs> ones, but... See, I guess he doesn't have save bonuses, so it would just be a straight wisdom check, maybe? 
Yeah. For Barnabas, yeah, for unless Barnabas he uses my saving throw or something. I don't know. No, Barnabas would just roll his wisdom saving throw. Okay. Okay, so Ormer succeeded. Turgot failed. Fontine failed. Finn succeeded. The horse failed. Um, Barnabas failed. And Edmund succeeded. And did I roll for Edmund? No, I never did put Edmund in initiative. So let me go ahead and do that. Okay, that actually fits perfectly. Actually, no, he would probably go first. Yeah, he would have gone first, so his turn was over. Sorry. Anyway, Banshee's turn, like I said. So, for those of you who failed, um, you are frightened for the next minute. Um, you can repeat your saving throw at the end of each of your turn. Um, with disadvantage if it's in if the banshee is in line of sight, and then you're you're immune once, once you're you save. But for, for can we get that? Can we get that in chat? It is in chat. Here, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Again. No, no, no. I meant. Uh, uh, oh, what fear means? Yes. Yeah. 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 What frightened does? Sorry. I was nope. not clear. Not a problem. Okay, so for frightened. A frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls when the source of its fear is within line of sight. The creature can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Next up is the second Banshee who is attacking you, um, Ormer, with its corrupting touch. And that's a 10, which definitely misses. So it comes swiping out at you, and you just dodge backwards very nimbly and quick with, um, as a monk. And that's it for their turn. Finn, you're up next. Uh, I am going to blast the... that is directly in front of Barnabas with an Eldritch Blast. Okay. So yeah. the first one is 9 for 23. 23 points of damage. And you attack this guy here? This one. Yep, okay, perfect. And a 15. Second also. one is 4, 15 force. Whew. Two red Eldritch Blasts come shooting out of uh, Finn, smashing into this creature twice. And it does massive amount of damage. That is a huge hit. And then I will use my bonus action to uh, coach Barnabas so that he can make an attack on his turn. Okay. 
with my investment of the Chainmaster feat. Okay, I dig it. Beep of my turn. That's it for your turn. Um, Ormer, top of the order, you're first. Alright, I am going to attack this guy two-handed this time with my quarterstaff. Oh. And that's a, that's a miss. Yes, it is. I am going to hit it with the other side of it because I got a second attack. Which hits. Oh, shoot. Uh, ignore the necrotic. I I forgot to take that off. No problem. But 12 points of damage on the um, Banshee. And then... I am going to do Flurry of Blows. Which is my two unarmed. 15, I'm assuming, hits. Yep, 15 hits. That's 11... My second one is a 13. 13. Does that hit? 13 does hit. Which is another 7. A flurry of smashes against this guy. And he's looking pretty damn hurt. He is still up though. And I think that's going to be it for me. Okay, huge hit by Ormer. Next up, Turgot. Alright, um, can I get to this tree right here? With, uh, with me not being able to move closer? Would that be technically moving closer? Um, I'm gonna say yeah, that is technically a bit closer. Alright. Uh, then I'm just gonna shift, uh, over to here. Uh, I'm trying to get, uh, it was the creature in... Uh, next to the building, right there, that uh, frightened me, right? Yeah, you you still have line of sight for that. All right, good. Uh, how far? Where would I have to move to get out of line of sight? Probably about right there. Right there. Uh... See if I can get there. Um, I'll use uh my uh feline agility to get there. Okay. And then I'm gonna use my bonus action to uh move my harness mark to the one uh, next to uh armor. Okay. Moving the and then, mark to that guy. Yeah, and then uh, take two attacks on. One that one, both hit. Uh, 18 points of damage on the first one, and nine points on the second. So, 27 points of damage total as two arrows go flying out of uh, Turgot's enchanted bow, both striking the banshee. It's barely holding on. And, uh... Yeah, that's the end of my turn. Indeed it is. So next up, we're coming to Edmund. Edmund, 
Let's see, did he? I can't remember. Yeah, he succeeded. Oh, uh, I need to make a wisdom save, right? Oh, yes, you do. Ah, three. <laughs> the hell? Which on my end. Um, Edmund's turn. Edmund's gonna shift over to the right, um, keeping an eye, still keeping within uh, line of sight of the, the Banshee there. He is going to make a shot with his longbow. That's a hit. Ten more points of damage to that Banshee, which, unfortunately, it doesn't do nearly as much damage as he thought it would. While Turgot shot, perfectly fine. This one, not nearly so. However... That's the boss, not magical. However... Five points of damage is still enough to take this guy out. And the Banshee falls down to the ground and just begins to dis dissipate, I, I suppose, into mist a little bit, as instead. Next up, we come to Dolar. What you doing, bud? I'm going to... Ah! Oh, but it might help if I was on the right thing. I will move over here, and then I will attack with my rapier. Absolutely. Ha ha ha. I didn't say I was going to do it well. Yeah, uh, a <laughs> 10, unfortunately, is a miss. Is that it for your turn? Yes, that will be my turn. Okay. Next up, Fontaine. You on and the horse are terrified. And the horse is kind of bucking a little bit underneath you. And for its turn, because I'm just having it move on your turn, <coughs> it's turning and it's running away. So what are you doing? Um, Can I try to stand up and, and jump onto this building right here? Well, like climb onto the roof of that building. You can definitely try. Go ahead That's and make point. an athletics check, or not af uh, dex. What is blah, blah, blah. acrobatics? Acrobatics. 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 I will I attempt hate. to do so. Twenty-one. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna say nice. twenty-one. Um, as the horse just starts bolting and running to the south, you stand up on the saddle of the thing, jump as hard as you can and manage to land on top of that building. However, I'm also going to need you to make a dexterity saving throw as you land, because as I described, these are very old thatch uh, roofs, and it is 
very precarious up there. The um, shingles underneath you begin to break way as you stand there. Give me a, a dexterity saving throw. Sixteen. Let's hope you don't fall through. Sixteen. Yeah, you jump. You jump just as the um, the roof underneath you begins to break free, and you step once, twice, three times, a little bit more to get about five feet away um, onto a bit more secure uh, roofing. So you did okay. manage to stay up. However, it is still very precarious. So at, mm -hmm. um, we're going to consider this difficult terrain from um, this point forward. Fine by me. Um, so was that my action, or do I still have an action? I'm going to say that's your action, yes. Okay, so then I want to bonus action use my magician card um, to make Edmund's bow a magic weapon for the next minute. Okay, I like it. So holding up the card, you invoke its uh, property, and you all see Edmund's bow begin to glow and shimmer a little bit. And Edmund himself is caught off guard. He's, oh, what? And then he looks up and sees Fontaine kind of looking down at him. But I'm, like, shaking because <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's it that's for your... Nice. Barnabas, Barn you're up next. Okay, he's gonna move... Oh, well, shit. Uh... Yeah, he's just gonna move back to me. <coughs> I was gonna have him attack, but the one that he was gonna attack is already... Can't move closer to this one because he's afraid of it. Yep. Okay. So, uh, yeah. That's it for his turn. We're coming up next to the Banshee. Uh, he's gonna make his saving throw first, though. Oh, yes. Definitely do that. Uh, is it a magical effect? Let me see. I'm going to say that no, it is not a magical effect. It's an aspect of this kind of undead creature. It's you're looking at its horrifying vestige, so you're literally looking at its face. So it's not it's not magical. Yeah, this is a fourteen. Fourteen. Fourteen is enough to break free of the um, fear that's paralyzing Barnabas. Hooray! I just pat him on the shoulders. It's okay, buddy. Absolutely. Um, next, we do have the Banshee's turn. Let's see how much they have. Anyway, um, Dolar, you got two of them crowding you right now. Um, the one that just came floating up towards you is making an attack with its corrupting touch. And that's a five. Whoa. So <laughs> that's definitely not uh, going to happen. Um, second one does the exact same thing. Wow. 
That was terrible. Oh, I didn't make my wisdom. Even something face. so ugly is uh, afraid to hit something so pretty. Apparently so. I made my wisdom save way after the fact. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. We can we, we can rec retroactively do that. And you know I what? I, I, sh I should have thought of it in the moment, um, but that was a that was a cool act Fontaine did. So I'm going to go ahead and give her inspiration for that. Arigato gozaimasu. I got a 13. Yeah, and the 13 is a success. Sweet. That's exactly what the saving. Wait a minute. These things aren't even that scary. No, they're terrifying. Help. <laughs> Look at it. She's just an ugly woman. Fontaine, your last blind date was uglier than this. So that last, that last um, banshee is going to be using one of its interesting abilities, uh, which is its incorporeal movement. What happens is they can move through other creatures and objects as if they were difficult terrain. Um, oh, wait a minute. No, that's never. That she takes it. Never mind. I read that completely wrong. Ignore I me. think we did that before. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and I, I just, I read it wrong. Ignore I, me. I vote that since you said it, you have to do it. And no, 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 no. Oh, no. Shush. <laughs> You don't no, because then he'll that. apply the same rule to us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he does. No, 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 it only applies to the enemies. Otherwise, it's That's cheating. not how it works. No, that was just me. <laughs> I'm not afraid anymore. That's what I pictured the moment you said that. <laughs> uh, Fish. She's like, trying to look hot now. <laughs> yes. You are up next. That's my name. Okay. Uh, I will blast this one then. First shot is a 16. Which hits? For 11. Second shot is a 10. That's a miss. Which I'm assuming. And then bonus action. Barnabas, you can uh, attack now. Command your imp to go and attack. I like it. Warmer, you're up next. Okay, um, I'm gonna just step forward here. Hit it with that. 15 hits. Oh, yeah. Okay. Swing it around again. For that. Yep. Which yep. definitely hits. And, of course, Floria blows. That definitely hits. Holy crap. And a second one. Ormir, chill out. <laughs> Ormir is not Calm taking down. any crap from these guys. Jeez. Yeah, that was just a ridiculous amount of uh, punches and swipes with a quarterstaff. And this thing went from being perfectly healed to barely hanging on in one quick six-second stroke. So... Well done, Ormer. Don't piss me off. <laughs> uh, Turgot, you're up next. Alright, so I'm nearly out of arrows, so I'm gonna put my longbow away. And, uh, put my grandma, uh, you know, take my daggers out, and, uh... Well, f yeah, first I'm gonna bonus action, uh, to Hunter's Mark to one next to Ormer. 
And then I'm going to uh, throw my daggers at it. What's the range on your daggers? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, probably not that. Probably not that indeed. I, I gotta find that. Uh, I'm going to look in the player's handbook. <laughs> I want to say, say it's, uh, weapon itself. 30. Okay. I, I would say 60 would be even stretching it. It's that like probably 30 or something. I'm not seeing it's it 20 60 so it's a 20 feet and then in between 20 and 60 feet you have disadvantage and beyond that it's impossible yeah so you have to be within at least 60 feet and you'd be rolling at disadvantage so you gotta be within 20 feet to hit it uh, that's annoying yeah. um I guess I'm gonna use up my last few arrows you could I do mean, it you with could disadvantage just, you could just move I can't move closer, though, because I'm still frightened. Oh, that's right. You are still frightened. But you're within that If you're trying feet. to shoot the one on the left, couldn't you just move to the left? Or would that still be counting that's as moving closer? closer? That's still technically closer, I, but yeah, that's so something to You're going to have to use your longbow, sounds like. Yeah, because I don't want to do with disadvantage, because then I don't get sneak attack. Mm -hmm. So, okay, never mind. I still have my longbow out. I'm going to... You know, try to grasp at the last few remaining arrows <laughs> and shoot him. Yep, both hit. Alright, uh, first one is 18 damage. Uh, gotta. Which I'm gonna say was more than enough to hit, kill that um, particular banshee. Oh, uh. So I will allow you to say you used that second strike to hit the se um, the next Banshee. Alright, then. So I'm feeling generous. Uh, that's 10 damage. Okay, 10 damage to the other Banshee. That hunt? Hmm. And then, uh, I'm going... This is a tree next to me, right? Yes, it is. Alright, I'm gonna use my climbing speed to climb up the tree. <laughs> well, okay, so I'm going to say this. Which tree are you going to? Because that one there, it would technically still be getting closer. Oh, well, then so I guess... you could climb this tree down here if you wanted to do that. Eh, I don't really want to get that far away. So what are you doing? I would just stay put. Next, we come to Edmund, who was not... Oh, there. wisdom save. Oh, yeah. Do your wisdom save real quick. That's a failure. Nine. Yeah. Eight. <laughs> this is the stuff of Target's nightmares. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, he is going to be shooting his longbow as well, um, which you you did um, en enhance for him, so he's going to get a plus one to it. Um, so that's a 21 total, which does hit. Nice! So seven points of piercing damage on this Banshee right there. Nice work, Edmund. 
Hey, kid, did you not, like, learn the little uh, spell I do to make do more damage? Oh, yes, I forgot about that. I do know how to do some spells. Uh, I'll give that a try next turn. Alright, you do that then. <laughs> <laughs> we make it to next turn. Dolar, you're up next. Um, I will go ahead. Um, now, quick question. Now, I know what I'm fighting, correct? How well do I know them? Go ahead and roll a survival check for me. Okay. You, what you knew, what you knew, what these creatures were. You were specifically out here hunting them. In fact, um, you knew they were called banshees, and you knew that they tended to do necrotic damage when they attacked. So, you had specifically bought your armor for that encounter. But beyond the names, and you, you knew about the location from some rumors. But other than that, you really don't know a lot about them. Okay, because uh, I didn't want to cast a spell, then have it, you know, you know, out of game to end game. That's why I wanted to make sure. Yeah, you're good. Um, let's see. I will just do another burning hand on the one to the right. Well, the burning hands do go in a thirty foot, uh, thirty foot cone. Oh yeah, I can do both. Cone. That's so, right. Yeah, a fifteen foot cone, so that will be able to affect both of them. So they need to make their dexterity saves. Yep, eight and a oh, five. Oh, look so at Mr. Has more than two spell slots a day. <laughs> wow, he's better at using fire than you. Fifteen points of damage to both the Banshees, uh, which completely kills one of them. The one to the right begins burning up immediately, and it just screams this horrifying scream as it just dissolves downward into the ground. Wait, is that ground or is this water? Because that looks like water to me. Yeah, actually yeah. that would be the water. But the water itself is actually only about ankle deep right there. So it more just collapses into the water itself. But you can still see it. But that's it. Um, are you doing anything else in your turn, Dolar? No, I'm good. Fantine, you're up there on that rickety uh, thatch roof. You can see the hole now uh, right here next to you. But um, you're kind so, of precarious, precariously perched right now. What do you so you said this is difficult terrain. So if I go to get off of it, that's 10 feet. So then this would be 15 so, um, and you, if you're jumping off of the roof down to the ground, I'm going to need you to make a um, a uh, acrobatics check for me. Okay. I will try. How's that? 11. Ugh. You go stepping... Uh, you go stepping along the roof, uh, jumping off, trying to gauge yourself as you go downward and you land very roughly and your ankle kind of twists a bit and it hurts you you feel a flash of pain in your ankle but you do Todd. make it to the ground yeah i'd do say I take some damage yeah take one point of damage it's not bad 
Too bad we don't have a cleric to heal <laughs> that. Wait, so you said do take damage or don't yeah. take damage? Yeah, I just said take one point of damage. Oh, one point, okay. Yeah. I will take one point of damage. Okay, but I can still move normally because I think I could get it. I could get right here with my my yeah. full movement. Yes, or I could you can even I'm gonna be there. right here. Okay. <laughs> because okay. I got my ten foot reach, so then I'm gonna use my glaive to do a stabbing. Mm. So you go running, yeah, you go running up, and as you're running towards it, uh, twisting your glaive above your head to go for a slash, the pain in your ankle is just, it's overwhelming. It hurts to run, and it distracts you as you slash, and you miss the banshee in front of you. Uh, I'm going to steal myself and try again. Fifteen. Fifteen's going to hit. You're stealing yourself for that, that winch. You go stabbing towards it. Um, go ahead and roll damage. So that's 15. 15 points of damage, and let me see look here real quick. Are you dead, sir? Uh, that's a I'm female. sorry, ma'am, ma'am, I'm sorry. I didn't wow. mean to misgender you. Wow. <laughs> wow. And the banshee just hisses back at you in response. You're right. She's You're that's right. how you do the psychic damage. <laughs> yeah, did the psychic yeah. damage by misgendering. Yeah. <laughs> but... Is that vicious mockery, technically? <laughs> your hair is so wispy. Are, are you going to do anything else on your turn? Um, is, it, is it dead? No, it is not dead. Okay, then I'm going to hit it with the butt end. Yep, as a bonus, bonus action. action. Right on. That's a 23. Which hits? For seven. Seven more points of damage. This thing just takes the butt of your glaive and you smack it alongside of her face. <laughs> and she just turns and you can see she's barely hanging on. But the hatred <laughs> in her eyes is all about you right now, Fontaine. You know, if you put on some good foundation, you wouldn't be so pale. All right. Indeed. It's it's hurt, but it's there. <laughs> um, Barnabas, help! Barnabas, <laughs> you're up. Can you finish this thing off? You know, I don't know why you're so worried about. You already destroyed the roof of their house. Wait, are we fighting Karens? <laughs> so he's gonna sting and because i have the invocation his attack counts as magical mm -hmm. but it doesn't matter because the six is gonna miss Barnabas, no so i'm in response to the question about karens i will point out that these are technically white women because they're they're pure white and, and, yep, and they, they do scream are. and they do scream quite a bit so can the argument oh, be made i just noticed this one has a bob haircut <laughs> Have any of them asked to speak with our manager yet? That's the that's the telltale sign. Well, we're about to find <laughs> Do out. Do we have a manager? Well, Finn introduced himself as our ringleader, so I think that counts. <laughs> yeah, I'm the manager, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and sure, absolutely. It is the Banshee's turn. And her eyes are right on you, Fontaine. She begins to amorphously like disappear and kind of Say moves through Dolar a little what bit. What are you gonna do? And comes scratch me with your untrimmed right nails. 
and she's furious. She's howling with rage. Let me speak to your manager! As, no! she, slashes, <laughs> as she slashes into you, Fantine. And that's a 23. Okay, but what if it was a 6? What if it was a 6? Do you have that number? Yeah, that's my that's my last number from last time. Okay. Yeah, if you invoke your um I say I say to her, I am the manager. <laughs> no. Nice. No, you're not. No, shh. shh. It's for the joke. It's for the joke. Shh. Be quiet. It's for the joke. And as, as she as Fontaine screams out, "I am the manager." There's that little <laughs> twinkle in her eye as her uh, ability to to warp very nature of reality takes hold and a slash that was it the, the claws were there the fingernails were coming out right towards your face and in that last second it just passes through you harmlessly as I sprained my ankle I think I've taken enough damage for one day <laughs> one point of damage one point yeah we established earlier I don't like to get my hands dirty or okay, my ankle injured. It is your turn. And I forgot to move the horse, so I'm just going to move the horse. But it is your turn. Oh, sorry. Last... Here's my manager here. He's coming. So I'm going to pew pew him. Pew pew. I have the right to reserve, ser refuse service to anyone. <laughs> 23. <laughs> 20 points. Yeah. Both hit. Hey. For eight points and these two blasts come flying out and slam into the banshee when she just explodes in a bright light as these blasts just smash into her through her and out of her she falls to the ground dead and as with everybody else all of the all of the banshees now lay at your feet and you and, and what's that i see some expired coupons laying around <laughs> Wow, those really food. weren't that scary. Why was I scared? Finn, I was wondering if you could um, give me a promotion to like a key holder position. <laughs> like, like assistant manager. Assistant to the regional manager. Yeah, assistant to the assistant of the manager, since Barnabas is your assistant, and then I'll be his assistant. Oh god, I make you <laughs> Barnabas' assistant, and then he can officially tell you to go get him coffee. <laughs> Wait, go get him what? Coffee. Coffee. Oh. Actually, you cut out. I probably would like to hit up the Starbucks, so get me a Frappuccino. Well, with well, that in mind, it is four th it's almost 4.30, so why don't we go ahead and use this to take our 10-minute break. All right. Sure. I'll see, I'll see if I go how do you know I'm not a cleric? Well, we're about to find out when we come back. So, um, everybody, um, everybody tuning in, we will be back in ten short minutes, maybe less. Um, stay tuned. Howdy, everybody. We are back live, and. When we last left off, the uh, debauchery circus had just um, assisted a red-skinned tiefling individual 
in his fight against banshees and somebody's breathing really loud so check your mics please anyway as now that the banshees are dead you all kind of stand there amongst the the ruins of this odd little city or settlement anyway because it's really no more than five houses back on the map a bit. You kind of look around among them. The buildings themselves are decrepit and decaying stone. Quite a bit of gaps are among all of the walls. And actually, each one of these, you can, you guys can move around into throughout the city. All of, and as you do go in, um, the roofs will lift away and you can actually see what's underneath. In the center okay. of this um, map, in this uh, this little area, you, you can all see what appears to be a large well in the dead center of this little settlement. The water itself, um, you, you're all looking, and from where you're standing, it's it doesn't look much more than ankle deep. It does seem to get a little deeper as it goes further out, but you estimate you could probably walk to the well itself if you... So chose. Each of the buildings around, as I said, are made of stone with thatch roofs, um, all of which are in various states of decay, with holes in the middle of, and, and so on and so forth. Every building is dark, and now that the banshees lie dead at your feet, there go there be, grows a very calm stillness in the area. You don't hear many birds, occasional bugs, but for the most part, it's fairly quiet. So, Debauchery Circus, what would you all like to do? Um, I would like to speak to our tiefling friend. Um, hello! Uh, pleasure fighting with you. What was your name? Dora. Madam, I, I see... You're limping on your foot. Let me heal that for you. Oh, uh, are you sure? I, I, it's really not that bad. I'll, uh, I'll I kneel hold down my ankle put, out. <laughs> I'll, I'll put my. I kneel down and put my uh, hand on her ankle. And. I like that you're healing my one point of damage. Get a room, you two. <laughs> Blushes. Ah. Wrong one. If, I guess would help yeah, if I clicked well, the right no, thing. No matter what you roll, it's gonna heal oh. me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it doesn't really matter. But if you just okay. click on the word itself, that's what casts the spell. Yeah. No, I just clicked the wrong thing because my mouse was acting up. Yep. No worries. Oh, I I like spin my foot around. It's all good. Thank you. Um, my name is Fontine. Fontine Ambrosia. Hey, Finn. I believe you. Check your oh. mic, please. We're we're getting feedback on it. Okay. I'll, I'll bow, and then I'll, uh... Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for the assistance. I do appreciate it. So do you know and anything I'll... about this strange little town? Um, or are you just passing through as well? I Actually, I took a quest from the local city uh, to get rid of these banshees. Well, it seems your quest I... is completed. That, that it is. Um... And, uh, who, who are your friends? 
Um, I'll allow them to introduce themselves. Step back. Uh, I'm well, Finvara, the ringleader of our little group. Uh, while they're talking, I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna go over to the horse and try to calm it down, and not pay attention to what's going on. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Go ahead and give me an animal handling check, as the horse is no longer frightened, but Five. <laughs> you walk over to the horse, and it's nervous, and you, you, you go towards it, your, your hands are out, you're trying to do the whole whoa, whoa thing, and the horse is just bucking, and it kicks out at you, Turgot. And so... Uh-oh. Uh, rolls a 14. What? You sprain your ankle. Oh. Yeah, no, that doesn't hit me. You sprain your nose. You easily <laughs> do dodge back out of the way as the horse kicks at you, um, taking no damage. Um, Oi! Just, come on! Edmund comes running over as well, and he's trying to assist you a little bit. So go ahead and roll again with advantage. And... It's you're trying to grab at the reins, and the horse is just prancing about and circling, and it's getting more and more agitated. You're you're having a hard time with this. God, for X druid, I'm not good at this. It's just <laughs> having fun with you now. What what are the rest of you guys doing? Um, so I suppose I, I'll try to help out with the horse. I feel like I shouldn't abandon him now. I'll look okay. around for shiny objects. Yes, you go find the loot. Okay. Um, I know I was on a quest to get rid of the banshees I was sent up here. Um, what else was my like quest or my you know mission, per se? The mission itself was just to um, procure, uh, kill the banshees in this area, um, and you're supposed to collect the heads of them and bring back as proof of um, of the deed being done. Okay. I will uh, put away my rapier, I'll pull out a dagger, and I'll start uh, cutting off the heads. Yeah. I'm trying to think if that actually is what how you could... I guess so. Because it says, Banshees appear as luminous, wispy forms that vaguely recall their mortal features. A banshee's face is wreathed in a wild tangle of hair, its body clad in wispy rags that flutter and stream around it. But it doesn't say anything about it being... But it has, it has incorporeal movement, which implies that it is incorporeal. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm, I'm trying to decide if... If they would have, if their heads would still be, ex it still exist. I don't, I don't know. Probably not, but that's up to you, I guess. You can always change yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, Maybe due to magic, it turns corporeal when it's dead. That's kind of a good. Yeah, I <laughs> it mean, becomes it becomes mortal body. Because it, what it says is that it's. They were at one point a type of elf. So Maybe the incorporeal thing is just magic that, you know, the incorporeal movement, yeah, it's I'm magic. They just kind of shift out of phase or something I'm or whatever. I'm going to say that um, a bit of a husk of a corpse is left behind. That mo most of the etherealness uh, that it's, it's inherent in its body kind of 
dissipates and drifts away kind of like a mist, leaving a, an odd sort of husk of a, of a body. Think of like a, a really desiccated mummy behind mm. But there is a, a bit of tangibility to it, and you are able to cut the heads free and secure them in a sack or whatever you might have about you. Okay, I'll... I'll start doing that then. Do you want me to roll anything or just let it go? No, I'm going to let it go. It, it's This is not okay. a difficult task. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I'll be doing is taking off the heads. Okay. And Finn, you said you're going to start um, searching the various houses? Yeah, looking for loot. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to make this a very tedious process. Um, I will, however, show you guys the, the houses themselves. Sure. These houses got a leak. Yeah, they do. Uh, Finn, as you, you kind of start walking through, and I imagine eventually your teammates manage to get the horse under control. Uh, a 12 yeah, is, I rolled a 12. Enough. A 12 is enough um, for five. And eventually the three of them manage to calm the horse and everyone begins to kind of move about the houses. What you're finding are an area sunken in and filled with water, very old build, uh, furniture strewn about. Much of it is broken and decayed. You kind of begin searching through the area. Um, I'm going to say one of you make an investigation check with advantage. Anybody got higher than a plus two? I have a plus three. Uh, What are we rolling? You cut out. Investigation. Investigation. Yeah. One of us is rolling investigation for the treasure Um, search. So I've got plus three. Does anybody beat that? Nope. I got a zero. Okay, so I'll roll with advantage. Twenty. Nice. Okay. So you begin searching through these houses and there's a there's clutter there's not a lot of things to look through so it doesn't take you a long time but you also begin searching like those hidden uh, tucked away areas you begin looking for like loose boards in the floor that might be able to be pulled up or little cabinets check or the stones check the stones I found a sock is and- there a match to it no nope. if not it's worthless <laughs> it's just sitting here well, perhaps you can replace your one holy sock. I don't have a holy sock. In each, I don't wear socks. You ever hear of yes and? In each of the the houses, you, you do find small amounts of, of gold, silver, and copper. A few gems here and there. Um, you One of the things that you find is a pair of boots. You actually find a full pair of boots tucked up underneath one of the beds of the houses. Hmm. These boots, you, they're, the surroundings are moldy and disgusting, but these boots almost look like new. Oh, a fancy pair of boots. Do they look to be of elven make? To my eyes? They do not appear to be of elven make. They are actually a, they're brown boots themselves. They, th- imagine like almost uh, cowboy boots a little bit. Um, Yeehaw, fellas! With a bit of a heel to them. Um, 
Is anybody in need of a new pair of shoes? Um, or would somebody like to try to identify these as best they can? Um, I wouldn't like it, shoes, but I don't know what they are. Is there a roll I can make? Since we don't have identify, I just have... I have detect magic. Um, you do have detect magic. So I could detect magic to see what... If they are magical or what um, school of magic. And are you, is that what you're going to do? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to. Okay. So um, you cast... Your spell? Are um, are you using your wand, or are you using your own magic? Just not here. The wand, because I got I got rid of the spell. Okay. I traded it out. Good idea. Um, so yes, you do. You cast the spell with the wand, and your eyes open up and begin to see. Yes, indeed, those boots do gleam with a magical essence to them, um, an enchantment. It seems. Pair of also- enchanted boots. Also, you kind of you, you're you're spreading your eyes around and you're looking about a bit, and with mm-hmm. that twenty investigation, you see in the well a little bit downward. There All is right. a magical gleam. I chuck the boots at Target. <laughs> Target, knock the wind out of me. All right, you guys figure out what to do with these boots. I'll be right back. Um, and I go to the well. Can satyrs even wear boots? I don't see why. Not. I'm, I'm not going to be a dick about that. You just have to stuff it, like stuff yeah. the long part, hey. and then stick your hoops in the. Hey, new guy, do you have a spell that lets you uh look at things? I have two eyes. Uh, well, what are you, you trying to look at? Uh, I have boots and uh... he's referring to the identify spell. Yeah, like. Oh, is that what it's called? Anyway, uh, our old guy, uh, big uh, elephant. Have you seen him, by the way? Have you seen an elephant wander through here? No, I've seen these white hags, and that's about it. Okay, I'm not talking about the white He's not a hag. Anyway, our old guy had a spell there um, where he could just kind of wah and then know what the, what things were. Unfortunately, I do not. I do apologize, but I'm sure we can find someone in town that can more than happily assist you for some coin. I mean, I can also just stare at these for an hour. <laughs> I mean, you could. Or we could go to town, and you could have someone mm-hmm. else stare at them for an I'm, hour. I'm already staring at them. Mm-hmm. So while this is going on, Fantine, you begin wading out into the water, heading towards the, the well? Yeah. Um... Can I peer into the well? Yeah, go ahead and give me a perception check, please. Fifteen? Okay. Is the well, like, full of water? It is. Um, it actually, the, the well water goes over a little bit of the well and kind of pours forth a little bit into the center of this. Like, it's, it's a bit of a trickle going down the stones itself, but you, you get your hands wet as you put them on top of this. And Finn, you're, you're still, your breathing is still being picked up. Yeah. Anyway, um, looking down there, you have dark vision, right, Fonte? Yes. Yes, I do. So, looking down, the well goes deep. You, you're estimating... Mm-hmm probably about 20, maybe 25 feet down. 
but there at the bottom you can see the outline of something sticking out of the mud at the bottom. It seems to be maybe a, a handle? Or, it, it's it's uh, circular and uh, kind of uh, blunted at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, does it seem to be a thing that I can pick up or more like a door? No, it's 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 something that you could fit your hand around. It's about the so- the width of like maybe a steel bar. Okay. Um. It's so I. You, you, you get what I'm saying? Oh, so it is something I could pick up though. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. It's just it's thirty feet down in the water. Yeah, because I've. I've got this potion of underwater breathing, but I wonder if I would even have to use it. Because um, I think that the rules are you can hold your breath for, like, one plus your constitution modifier minutes. So that would give me three minutes. of. I can hold my breath breath. for an hour. Just FYI, guys. Damn! Oh, you're a turtle. Um, (laughs) my dear friend, Ormir, um... I've actually got a task for you if you'd like to do it. I mean, I could probably do it, but I figure you're a little bit better suited. Not a problem. I will go out there and retrieve the item. No. no. Uh, Not to be that person. Can the turtle fit in the well? (laughs) I'm wondering. I'm quite thin. If I have to go down, I will. So the well itself is about... I'd say about um Yeah, actually it looks like it's about maybe 6 feet around. So, uh, how big are you, Ormer? I'm a medium-sized creature. Well, I was I wouldn't how think much, it, How much do you weigh? I'm just trying uh, to get a general idea of your size. I'm 450 and 52. Damn, 450 pounds? So I'm, I'm Apparently. Gonna, so what I'm going to say is, with with your shell, you, you could fit, but it's going to be risk. a tight fit. Oh, oh, man, don't risk it. I'll, I'll go, I'll go. Um, if I may interject, I are you needing something fetched from the bottom of the well? Um, that's what we're planning on. Do you have I a, may be out of assistance to return the favor for helping me. Well, by all means. I, get I cast Mage Hand, and <laughs> I pick it up with Mage Hand. <laughs> okay, so you send a Spectral Hand down, and it... Let's see. If it moves more than... Okay, I did say it was 30 feet down, so you would be it would be able to get down to the bottom. So you see your spectral hand going down and grasp the rod, and it begins to pull upward. However, let's see, how much does can it hold? I think it's 10, ten pounds. pounds. 10 pounds. Okay, so then yes. Um, it, let's see, the hand can't, act, can't attack, activate magic items, or carry more than 10 pounds. So yeah. It's difficult for it, because it's just within that uh, 10 pound but it does slowly begin to pull it up out of the well and when it does reach the top you see a cylindrical rod about a foot and a half in length 
that's carved with strange runes along both sides. Um, do my eyes of the runekeeper help me with this, or is it like they're, they're symbols more than language? They are arcane symbols. You, you okay. recognize, um, what languages do you speak? Um, so I speak comish, common elvish and sylvan, but I can read all writing. You recognize these to be, um, um, abyssal runes of, uh, magic in origin. Um, uh, ba- basically, you know, when it's demon magic. It's demon runes. Um, go ahead and roll a arcana check. Did someone I'll say it, infernal? I'll also, yes. I'll also call over to Finn and say, Finn, um, I recognize this as being some something of demonic origin. You could be of some help here. I can, I can read infernal. I'll walk over and look at it. So it, you, you uh, Dolar, you also would recognize that these are... Um, okay. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. There's someone talking in the background somewhere. Can you hear oh, me? I'm now? not good. see. Okay, yeah. I can hear you now. Sorry, that actually ended up being my fault. Somehow an app opened and was playing at the background of the entire time. I'm like, I can't hear <laughs> someone's talking about cooking. That's weird. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um... So, yeah, you recognize them as infernal runes. Um, they're magical runes, so you would have to make an arcana check as well. And, Finn, since you, you said you're interested, you can go ahead and make one as well. 16. You recognize that uh, with the 16, Finn, you recognize that these runes are, um, they're specifically infernal, infernal runes of, uh, bonding, uh, for somebody who has a patron, they could bind themselves and attune themselves to this, this rod and, uh, their connection will be, will be, um, will be heightened and increased when they use it. Ooh. So, uh, it looks like this item is for, uh, someone like you or me. Uh, someone who's got a, uh, a big man in their corner, so to speak. If I were to, uh, attune to this, it might, uh, make the things that I do a little bit better. Well, as much as I'd like to be a little bit closer to my, um, mysterious hippie patron, I think it was meant for you, Finn. (laughs) Ooh. Well, then, uh, I guess I'll try and uh, see what it does. As Fantine says that, she just kind of hears a weird chuckle in the wind. Oh, he's here! He's here! Everybody look around! Do you hear banjo music? What? Stop distracting me! I'm staring at these boots! Does anyone hear a banjo? It does not seem to be a banjo or anything else. It's just a weird sound the the wind made rustling through the leaves. Sorry, guys. Just the wind gets me every time. <laughs> hey, hey, Fontaine, do you have like PTSD or something? Because no, I just have a strange man who just ends up places sometimes, and I want to like be a stalker. Like him. No, do you, you need help? He doesn't, like... he doesn't follow me intentionally. He just accidentally ends up there because he doesn't. He just wanders around, you know. Yeah, that's what all stalkers say. Um, is he stalking? <laughs> I write this down. 
<laughs> so, uh, Turgot, how exactly am I supposed to stare at this thing? Uh, well, I mean, if you're tuning to it, it's an hour. I, guys, keep on distracting me. I, I need to stare at these boots. Tilt your head slightly to the right. Um, open your eyes as wide as they go. And don't blink. If you blink, if you, you blink, have to you do have it to for another all hour. <laughs> Sorry, my insight score is not that bad. Well, go ahead and roll an insight score then, or an insight check. Should I do deception? <laughs> Are we deceiving? <laughs> wait a minute. What? Oh, I've, I was. I think he was. What do, you, what do you guys? What? Seventeen. He was saying because we were lying to him. Oh, yeah. But hey, now because they were like, "Hey, you have to keep your eyes open the entire time." You and need not to blink. stand on one foot. Put your hand on top of your head. Do you guys not know how to attune to things? Okay. Um. Well, Finn, it seems sketchy to you. Yeah, I'm gonna sit sit down and have uh, an hour attuning to this item. And Finn, is this a are we taking? Are we just going to take a short rest that's here? It sounds rest. like that's what we're going to do. I mean, I I wouldn't mind a long rest to get some hit points, but a short rest works because then I at least get my key points back. You right? can use hit yeah, dice. Yeah, you can expend hit dice. This um, is true. Too. I would say just a short rest because I really don't need anything, but I'll I'll make use of my time. Yeah, that's fine. Short rest is fine. I'll just use a couple hit dice. Okay. Actually, I would like to do something for your time. Taking a short rest. Yep. Ah. Where's that? Sorry, my thing is being stupid. I imagine we probably go into one of these crumbling houses. <laughs> or I'll, out of the water, I'll at least. find us the one that is the least crumbly. You can look, look okay. Around. While I was gonna say, if once we get into a room and we're all sent down, I'm going to pull out a loot and I will be playing Song of Rest. Oh wow, he he can play an instrument too. <laughs> Fontaine fans herself. <laughs> Go ahead and give me a performance check, um, Dolar. Alright. So most of the houses... I had something for an actual loot, but I can't find my actual loot. Alright, nobody sees anything. Oh, oh I'll just do performance. Blanket. <laughs> He's aching you some work. <laughs> I, uh, I like how the horse followed us then. <laughs> I'm just dragging things around. Can I can I try to act as um, Dolores' metronome to give him advantage? Sure, why not? I'll allow. I was gonna say. Well, I'm, I I'm clapping to help him keep time. Go ahead and, and well, I should performance check. I was gonna say I should have something for my loot for a special, but I can't find it on the actual sheet. It would be the same thing as performance anyway. It's just uh, yeah, D twenty because it's proficiency and yeah, charisma. Exactly. Oh, there you go. Okay. But yeah, with the twenty one, with Fontaine clapping and and helping along, um, you begin to play your loot and 
make a very nice performance, uh, a very uh, solemn and uh, harmonious melody that kind of brings everybody a, a little bit of peace. And with the addition, um, you do your... Um, what, what it, go ahead and throw that up in the text so we can all see that. I clicked it. It's not doing it. There you go. Did you see that message uh, I sent you, Matt? Uh, not yet. I will. Okay. <clears throat> A beautiful song. Unfortunately, I'm already at max HP thanks to your wonderful curing of my sprained ankle. Okay. Um, so, anyway, he begins playing this melody, and with the song of rest, everyone get, um, yeah, everyone can hear it, regains hit points at the end of the short rest by spending, they get an extra D6, so. Nice. Nice, and add a d6 to that. So you all sit there. Um, Finn, the reason I asked you to make that insight check earlier was because as you're sitting there and you begin to attune yourself to this rod, mm -hmm. you, be you begin to feel that connection between yourself and it, and the rod in your hand, it wants something. Uh-oh. It wants a sacrifice from you. Do I know what kind? It's, it craves your blood to be spread over the runes to seal the, uh, the pact between yourself and it. Now, would that be between myself and the item, or myself and the person? Yourself the... and the item. Okay. This is that your blood is what's sealing your your connection to the item. Okay, I'm gonna. I know this is a bad idea, and I'm gonna tell Barnabas that I think this is a bad idea, and then I'm gonna pull out a small like knife and cut myself a little bit. Okay. Go ahead and just roll a d4 for me. A d4, you said? Yes. Okay. Haha. Uh -huh. You place a knife against your I assume you have a dagger or something. Yeah. Um you place it against your hand and just pull your hand with one quick motion. And you feel the, the knife bite into your palm a little bit. Just a little cut. And you do lose one hit point, but the blood begins to well up out of you. And as you spread it over the runes of the rod, you feel that connection complete. And you feel yourself at one and attuned to this. What you have here, which I'll go ahead and show you guys, is a rod of the Pact Keeper. Um, when you hold it, you get a uh, bonus to spell attack rolls and to the saving throw DC of your Warlock spells. So I'm going to go ahead and drag that into your inventory. Awesome. Uh, I was also attuning to those boots. Yep, I will get to you. Okay, just making sure. Go ahead and make an Arcana check while I'm doing this. Uh, 
Him or me? Or both of us? Just him. And with that song of rest, I only get one extra d6, correct? Like, it, it's not one per hit dice I roll? Yeah, it's just one d6. You just add a d6. You can roll as many as you want. But I only get the one d6. Yes. A single time. Yes. Okay, that's what I figured. Just wanted to make sure. Yep. Did you want both of us to roll Arcana or just no, Turgot? That, that was just him. You, this, okay. You, you figured it out. Cool. You're good. Um, Turgot, with a 12, you, you you stuff your feet into these boots, and you kind of begin moving about, wearing them, walking around a little bit, and over the course of an hour, you do begin to attune yourself to them. What th those are, I'll go ahead and show you, is the boots of striding and springing. When you wear these boots, your walking speed becomes 30 feet unless your walking speed is higher and your speed isn't reduced if you are encumbered or wearing heavy armor. In addition, you can jump three times the normal distance, um, though you can't jump farther than your remaining movement would allow. So uh, yippee! Jumping boots. Well, these are uh, quite useless. Um. Well, then throw them in the pile for somebody else to have. Well, I mean, I am carrying Shadowfire's uh, bag of gold around, so it's kind of useful for that. Uh, but... <laughs> Even though we don't have encumbrance. Speaking of which, we never did decide what we were going to do with that. Shadowfire's gold? Yes. Give it back to him when you find him? Hmm. Well, then why would he have handed guys... it to us in the first place? Did you guys say you lost an elephant? Uh, no. Yeah. He ran away. Well, we technically lost him. Like, if he ran away and then we aren't able to find him, so he's lost. <laughs> um, can I... Can I interject that during the um, short rest, I want to be reading this book that we got last time, The Lich of the Swamp. I don't know if you have anything prepared for that, but... <laughs> um, I have a little bit prepared for it, but I actually was um, in the middle of typing out uh, a bit more of a story for you, but I can give you okay. a synopsis of it. If it's better for me to wait, then I'll, I'll wait. And... Let's be clear, uh, he was not an elephant, he was an elephant man. A, uh, yes. I believe, Loxodon is what he called himself. That ex explains so much more. I was trying to figure out how you guys lost a giant elephant wandering Exactly. The much less how you got an elephant into this forest. Well, I mean, they can kind of knock trees aside, it's... But needless to say, so what brings you guys here to this run downtown? We're headed to the city. 
We are well, a traveling we circus of sorts. We, we I also saw my elephant or our elephant man's uh, footprints walking this way. So I thought, you know, maybe he'd be here, but instead I've, I've we've got you. Not that I'm not disappointed. That um, you know, yeah, not that like, that's a bad thing, of course. But I was expecting to see a friend, and yeah. Well, I'm that's sorry that I disappoint, no. uh, but I can show you guys to the way to town. We're not that far. If you guys want an escort. Wait, town? That would which, be wonderful. Which town? Uh, breaking the fourth wall, I don't remember which town yeah, that yeah, was that I was coming from. You're coming from North Amia, which is to the north of, of where you guys currently are. It took you about a good ten hours or so to walk to walk from the edge of the forest to where you guys are now. Okay. I was just confused because he was using the word town and you would always called it a city. It is. It is actually a very large city. I would, I would consider it a metropolis size. Okay. Ah, uh, yes. North Mia is, in fact, where we are headed. Yeah, I can... I can definitely, if you guys don't mind an escort, I can definitely, you know, lead you to the way. Uh, that, I would be very grateful. I mean, me and my friends would be very grateful. That would certainly be useful to have a, an escort there. I mean, it's north. I was the escort. I mean, I guess you know where it is, but I guess no one needs me anymore. I mean, you know, I, I'm just the one it, that can, you know, wander through the woods and make sure that you guys don't fall into any pit traps or anything. But you know what? Fine. Another body for for cannon fodder wouldn't be uh, half bad either. Turgot. Yeah. Hi. Finn's gonna walk over to the new guy and point at his horns and point at his loot and point at his hands that are scorched from casting fire spells and point at the spectral mage hand that he just cast. So you don't like him either. Okay, good. And, and be like, oh, so you're worried about your job being taken? Huh. It's not like I'm the guy with horns who uses a loot, fire spells, and mage hand. Listen. Fonzine's like not catching any of this. She's just looking at him, batting her eyelashes. <laughs> We're both worried about losing our jobs here, okay? I, you know, I was God, this sucks. Actually, so, Delore, um, where are you from? I suppose if he's doing all that, I can just focus on leading the circus. But yeah, what's you and I can run away and start our own circus. We can start our own circus, leave these guys alone, you know? As soon as we get to the city, I'm definitely getting a top hat. Dope. And, and get, mean, like, the little, what is it, like, I, a little stick that they always wave around? Oh, yeah. I... I wasn't trying to intrude. I do apologize if I'm intruding and the groups are taking oh, any... Delore, trust me, it's no intrusion. You are very welcome here. We're so happy to have you. Fontaine yeah. is happy to have you. I don't... Me and Finn... We as I don't want to talk for you, but... All of us, super happy. Can I do an insight on Finn and Turgot, please? Absolutely, you can. <laughs> I'm... Okay. First one's Finn. So you can't tell that they don't like First one's next one is Turgot. 
you can definitely tell Finn does not like you. There's no question about yeah, that. Yeah, Finn Finn was definitely pissed off at first when he realized how many similarities there were between the two of you. But he is kind of coming around to that whole, hey, if you're the musician, then I can just focus on being the ringleader. I mean, I can do more stuff than fire if that is your you know forte i can definitely move to something else and i'll do minor image and i'll just have like a snowflake in my hand or something like that no 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 it's it's no problem to be fair my proclivity for fire is only due to the accident which uh befell me Someone attempted to uh, harm me greatly, and uh, they were foolish enough to think that it would be the same to harm someone like me as it would a uh, human, and it cost them. Did someone try to eat you? Is that why you don't like fire? Wait, what was that last part I heard? Did someone try to Is blank? That, uh, eat you. Did someone try to eat you? Is that why you're... Not really favored towards fire, but, you know, uh, you took your fear and brought it, you know, made it your passion. No, they had attempted to curse me, body and soul, for uh, attempting to run away and elope with uh, one of their servants. So, did you not start off as a satyr? Oh, I was always a satyr, but uh, look at these horns. Do you not see the the bright red glowing runes placed upon them and the fact that my countenance is more fiendish than normal. I do. I just didn't know if you were a half thing that got cursed into the what you look like today. I, I've always been a satyr. I just look more fiendish than a normal satyr would. Um... I'm going to lean back, and I'll look at Edward. Um, and I don't believe I got your name. Oh, um, I'm sorry. My name is Edmund Coltrast. Hi. Okay. He's my apprentice. Nice to meet you. Apprentice. Yes, We're going to have to teach Edward to stop introducing himself with his last name. Yeah. Justin. You know, I was gonna say, did the last name the last catch? Name. Um, you know what? Actually, it might. Go ahead and roll a history check for me, Edmund. You gotta. You know how you don't know my last name? You gotta kind of like not use your last name ever. Yeah, it's not familiar. Edmund, do you know? Do you remember how there's that guy trying to kill your whole family? Oh, maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> I suppose, Just I suppose you're right. I probably shouldn't be using my name. Um, there he are... could have servants in North Amir. We, we never know. Well, then how am I going to speak to the king about what happened to my father? Well, the king is different. When we get to the king, we can say, yeah, this is Edmund Coltrass. But when we're walking around town meeting strangers, they don't need to know. Oh, okay. Well... I'm I'm just Edmund then, just Edmund. yes, yeah. Correct. I'm gonna. Does Edmund have a cloak or is he 
straight in armor, no, or like, um, what's he wearing? He actually he he's just a young man in a brown cloak. He has a longbow strewn around his uh, back, and he has a rapier at his side. You can just see the edge of it uh, sticking out from behind, underneath his cloak. But he, he's he's just a uh, a young a young human male. Um, you estimate probably early teens, with uh, dark br- dark black hair and uh, very very bright blue eyes. Oh, uh, by the way, Edmund, uh, you know how I gave you some uh, some of my arrows? Uh, uh, yes, I, I have nine left. No, yeah. eight left. I have eight left. Yeah, could I have like half of those? Because I have one. Oh, uh, yes, absolutely. Here's four arrows. Why haven't you been picking arrows up after each battle? Out of character, BT Dubs. Uh, because I forget about that. <clears throat> well, you know, oh, oh, why don't we go and and look about the battlefield and see if we can find some? Uh, yeah, that's probably a good idea. And so the two of you scurry out. Um, go ahead and make a perception check for me. Twenty-one. Oh yeah, you you got you. However many arrows you shot, you can get half back. I cannot remember. I think you shot, let's see, one, two, three, four, probably six. So let's say you get three back, and Edmund gets one back because he shot twice. Okay. But yeah, always remember to pick up your arrows. Um, I'm going to look at... Omar, uh, I'm sorry, how do you pronounce it? Ormir? Ormer. Ormer, okay. I will butcher that till the day I die. That's our, That's alright, don't worry, it'll don't probably worry. change it'll be anyway. different next week. <laughs> Every time I learn how to say it, oh, I, I go by, uh, you know, something else. So, I, everyone else has told me their role. What is your role with the... Or circus, I should say, because you guys said you're a circus, correct? Uh, actually, yeah. I haven't told you anything about me yet. You hear from outside. I mean, isn't it pretty clear? I'm, I'm the the muscle of the of the group. I'm here to keep everybody safe, and you know, knock down some bad guys in the process. You definitely did that to the Karens. I mean, uh, the Banshees. Um, also, uh, Turgot, as you finish picking up the arrows you can find and you and Edmund begin heading back towards the house, you do realize as you're looking up that the sun is beginning to set. So, uh, you see how the sun is, like, right there in the sky, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's about, like, uh, I would say, uh, what time is it? (laughs) Probably around... 6.30-ish. Yeah, so that means it's 6.30. Around. Oh, right there specifically. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I'll, it kind of changes. To... It kind of changes depending on the time of the year. Funnily enough. Oh, well. And uh-huh. I will keep that in mind, Turgot. Thank you. Yeah, it's a very complicated system, and sometimes I forget it. <laughs> Definitely. It does seem complicated, but I'll try to be mindful of the time. Well, I mean, you don't really need it. Just you know, like sunset, noon, sunrise. You know, it's kind of. I was just trying to show off, honestly. 
But you guys do finish a short rest, and everyone gathers back in the the um, the house, the the ramshackle and some half sunken and filled with water's house. But what are you guys wanting to do? Shall we press on? You haven't told us what you you do, uh, Dol 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 Dolan. Dolor. Just just call me D, if it's hard to pronounce. Uh, singing Dola Dola Belly, y'all. I'm just going to call you Dolan. <laughs> so what what do you do? You know, you've asked everyone except me, uh, but... Well, you, you already said your role. I do apologize. I was not trying to be... Have I said my role? You said you were the the one that led everyone. You were the leader of the escort showing where everyone oh. makes sure no one gets lost. I, I guess... Yes. I guess that's my... I, yeah, but that kind of makes it sound like I have no role outside of uh, forests. I, I do apologize. I didn't mean to presume your role. But besides... And I'll just, like, wave down completely cocky at myself. Besides this, I am... You What's could just say this? A, a What's... Jack of all trades. What do you mean by this? I, I don't understand. Don't you have eyes, Turgut? Yeah, and, I mean, he's okay-looking. <laughs> she, she gestures to all of him. He's, I mean, he's alright looking for a tiefling, but, I mean... I draw... So are you some... You're a musician, it seems. Some kind of a bar. Yes, I, uh... Is that right? Before I, I travel town to town and play music when I can to survive and do what quest I can to basically make ends meet. I never stay in a town for too long. Well, mm -hmm. forgive me if I do not look at you often. It is nothing against you personally. I merely have a bad relationship with devils. Understandable. We are a tricky... How do I say? Selfish. But yes, if if you uh, can assist our uh, resident cat, Turgot, in uh, helping us find our way to the city... Uh, Edmund's enough assistance. Thank you. I can find my own I, way. I, yeah, no, I will... <laughs> well, then you can to, enter... I will to you. Then you can entertain us along the way. I will play a band in honor of the Turgot, the the nose of the group. I will play the Pussycat Dolls. Excuse me? <laughs> What's new, cannot... Pussycat? Whoa, whoa, I cannot whoa, even whoa. begin to describe how racist that is. <laughs> you, you literally said that this man was pretty okay looking for a tiefling. That was pretty racist. I've, I've seen like one tiefling and he tried to slit my throat. What do you expect from me? Mm -mm. Um, it's nothing against you. My mentor in the, in the Thieves Guild was a tiefling and I don't like him. Okay? It's nothing against I, you. I, no, I can, you know, if well, my, if my uh, presence does disturb you, I'll try to stay downwind of you. Well, I mean, you don't... you. Don't really disturb me. It's more of like a. Delore, you're so accommodating. 
you need not mind. <laughs> he had a bad um, experience. If, if everyone is is good, I wouldn't mind pressing on into the evening. Yes. Oh, um. Let us go. Since I'm not trying to presume here, uh, can you see in the dark? Uh, I'm, I'm double checking because I honestly don't remember off the top of my head. Yes, yes, I can see. I'm, I'm pretty sure two flames have dark vision. Yeah, we. I do. I, I just I couldn't remember off the did, top of my head. But my character in game probably wouldn't have known one way or the other, and he wants to make sure that nobody ends up like falling down a hole or like breaking a leg or something because they can't see. Cut wow. the shadow fire in a in a trench, holding his ankle. I hurt. <laughs> Edmund, however, <laughs> kind of raises his hand and, and does point out, um, I do not have dark vision. Uh, that's okay, you're up with me anyway, so, and I have dark vision, so I can lead you, you know? Unless we just want to sleep and then do this in the morning, because it is getting dark. Uh, I didn't know if you guys know well, about 6.30. We just took a short rest. Yeah, we, we did just, just take a short rest, and I just used hit dice. But... We could sleep. Might as well make it worth our while. Or we could press on. Because the short rest isn't like, really I mean, sleep, so... If you are too tired to go on, you could always go, uh, take a rest on the horse, and I could lead the way for you if you would like. No, I'm not saying I'm too tired to go on. I'm just saying that, you know, just so we don't have to leave poor Edmund uh, stumbling through the woods alone at night. Edmund could be riding the horse. not alone. Put him on the horse. It seems like I he's alone. I can throw him a torch if it's if it's that big of a deal. Just put, I've got eight of them, and I don't the horse, need them. And then you with you with dark vision pull the horse along, like guide it by its reins. I don't it's understand what the problem. A bit too noisy. Oh, whatever. We're not trying to be stealthy here. So you're you're suggesting Edmund gets up on the horse with a torch from Ormer, and then what are the rest of you guys doing? I'm I'll just be going to follow directly Walking. behind. Okay, so why don't you guys go ahead. Um, I'm going to move Edmund and the horse over a little bit. And why don't you guys give me a marching order? Sure. Let me find Edmund and the horse. Okay. Uh, which direction do we need to be facing? Um, just facing north. Uh, we're not... So I'll be in position to say something like this so that I'm not directly behind the horse. Okay. Because I don't want the chance that I would get kicked. Oh, wait, never mind. That would be up here. He's further back than I thought. Oh, I've, I did forget to give you guys the numbers of the things you, you found. I'll, let me do that real quick. Yes. I shall write them down. Found in total 2,100 copper pieces, 1,000 silver, 110 gold, and... Quite a few more gems. 
cool. Okay, so... Uh, let me see. Pull open my calculator. And there's five of us again, right? Yes, yep. five. Mm. Six, counting Edmund. Okay, so everybody gets 420 copper pieces. Nice. feel like that's a week uh, too late. Uh, Never too late. Uh, 200 silver pieces each. Twenty-two gold pieces each. Are you uh, including Edmund in this? Finn? No. Okay. He's rich. Well, you'll be rich as soon as we get your keep back. <laughs> and if you're kinda, not, we'll give you some money at the end. Edmund kind of raises an eyebrow a little bit. Um, I, well, I guess I'm not a part of the team like I thought. Uh, I mean, I've been I've been actually taking half my cut and putting it aside for you. So if you patient, oh okay, and I was he we'll was give you I an allowance from original. I was just teasing Turgot. My my family will be <laughs> fine so long as I can regain reclaim my my family's land. But I was just teasing you. You don't need to give me any of your money. You earned that. I'm I'm learning. Not to, you know, point this out, you know, be the only one. I don't know if you guys have thought about this, but how are right. you going to disguise him once we get to the city? Uh, he's just a boy wearing a, a scroll. Does he need additional disguising? I have a scroll. I've never been to North Amia before. And. I, I, I'm I not. I don't think home. that somebody is going to recognize. Him. I've only met a few people. <laughs> I think. I think people are more likely to recognize the name than they are to recognize the little boy's face. I have to scroll. So. Um, Turga has. Okay. okay. No, sorry. Uh, Matt, I got a quick question. Yeah. The city. Uh, are we needing document? to get into the city or is it like a all comes in or do you need like a passport to get in you don't need a passport per se there are guards who inspect anybody who comes in um, inquires after their business um, makes a ledger um, of who comes in and out and they do keep meticulous records so you do have to pass through a guarded gate to get into the city but once you're in the city, you do have freedom of, of movement. You don't need, like, documents stating your business to get into the city itself. Okay. Um. But also, I do have a, a paper, like, giving us a meeting with the... Um, you're cutting in and out, Fontaine, but I, um, I believe you're saying... Sorry. You have... You have the um, letter of introduction to meet with the Chancellor of Mildred yeah. Balcon. Message for Mildred Balcon asking her to grant us audience with the king. There you go. Um, so, have you guys thought about 
a new name then for Edmund? Edward. Edward Collins. Yes. Um, sure. Uh, that works for me. <laughs> I can respond to Edward. <laughs> Somebody write that. You know, it's... Um, not, so it's not about to... time for me to go. Unfortunately, I gotta leave a little... Okay. Um, yeah, I was just gonna actually round things out a little bit here. Um, do you guys want, just want to cut okay. things off for right here, or do you guys want to just carry on with without Fontaine? It's not gonna be a lot that she misses. Yeah, I, I figured it's just gonna be more roleplay than yeah. anything. Yeah, absolutely. So if, if you're and, good, Fontaine, we can just say that Fontaine kind of zones out and is focused on, on, on the journey. I one stare foot, at the back of the Dolores' head for the rest <laughs> I didn't know I was the journey she was on. Um, I'm on a fantastical <laughs> mind journey right now. Um, Alrighty, so, guys. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm probably good for next week. So okay, sounds cool. Good. Same. We'll see you then. I ha- bye. Have I haven't again. heard anything yet. I'll let you guys know. Have fun at the game. Um, yep. Good luck. Uh, okay. Anyway. Um, not yep. to point out, you know, with the elephant in the room. Oh, wait, was that was that too soon for your guys' missing friend? <laughs> I told you, he's not missing. He ran away. Left us. Sounds like a coward. Nary, uh, uh, He's not a coward. He's a very... He, okay, he's an elephant. <laughs> Scared of mice, you know. I'm just, you know, I would, you know, personally, he should, you know, Edmund, just a little advice. Like they said, you definitely should not introduce your f- title and your full name to strangers. Heaven forbid, what if I was someone actually out to hunt you and not the Banshees? Well, then we'd kill you. Yeah, that there is that. You wouldn't survive a second. Yeah, and Edmund does pat his rapier. Uh, no, I meant so. more of, you know. You guys don't know me. I don't know you. Heaven forbid. I'm just looking out for I, I his do, thing. I do take your point. And I, I, I will just introduce myself as Ed. Or Edward. Ed, until we get to the castle. Will, will that satisfy you? I, You can do as you wish. I'm just throwing my two cents out. Because all it would take is have someone join the party... Wait a little while, you sleep, and then to kill you. Are you saying we need to keep a close eye on you? Are you saying that we need to tie you up and leave you in the woods right now? <clears throat> Are you saying you that we can... should just kill you? You guys can do as you wish. If you guys don't want me to join, I won't join. I was just looking out for him as in, you know... The city is a dangerous place. If he's this wanted person, like Not you guys wanted. say, no, people are wanting to kill him. I meant. I do apologize for misspeaking. You know, if he has a price, a bounty on his head, someone would want to claim think, it. I don't think he even has a bounty on his head. He's just ver- this old guy, Veritude. Political enemies. Yeah, like it's kind of like so. Veritude, the new lord of that keep, 
uh, hired a group of mercenaries to kill the other lords of that keep. The mercenaries kept him alive, and he might want him dead? That's all I'm saying. If you guys want, I can prove my innocence and not wanting to kill him. I'm not worried. I'm keeping a close eye on you, no matter what, so... Also, that is your stay, wish. Stay away from my coin pouch, please. <laughs> I threat. I might have threatened uh, Elephant Man's uh, hand oh. when he was trying to give me his coin pouch, and it made me feel bad. But I will threaten your hand. J just so you're aware, we're not speaking in metaphors here. He he's not talking about his goods. He's talking about his actual coin purse. Well, I'm talking about both. Keep your hand away from either one. Honestly. Don't worry, you're a little bit too hairy for my taste. I'm not actually right, a, so that's let's, a shitty. Let's, <laughs> let's move as, on. As you guys as you guys leave the, the sunken um, forgotten little settlement, um, and you guys begin following a trail uh, north along that same beaten, uh, weathered and uh, hard-packed earth and stone uh, pathway that led you to the small settlement. The trees are thickening once more as you make your way past the village itself and into the forest. Um, and as you guys walk, it does get darker and darker. And But you do press on for a good four hours or so until it's Coming up to a, around almost about eleven o'clock, you would you would estimate as you all look up in the sky and see a moon that is slowly beginning to wane. You can uh, tell that it is getting to a point where you guys should bed down for the evening. Then bed down we shall. Would I be able to look for Shellfire's uh, tracks on the way during the uh, while we're walking? Yeah, you can try. Go ahead and make a perception check for me. Uh, and it's my natural terrain, right? Or yeah, favorite. it's my natural terrain. Fourteen. Not very good. Yeah, it's, you're not seeing any footprints. Um, you, you do see scuff marks on occasion, but that could, be, could have been made by the tiefling just as much as it was made by a, a Luxdown. You're, you're, you're searching as best you can, but you, you're not finding any signs that um, Shadowfire had possibly gone this way. With a natural if, 20, you might have heard the cry of someone with a broken... whatever they call their feet. What if Shadowfire's actually a changeling? I'm very badly burned. Shadowfire just keeps running into the trees. Still alive. Hi there, Ron Weasley. Right now, this party's full, but thanks for tuning in. So yeah, we'll bed down for the night when it's okay. time. Okay. Yeah. No worries. Um, go ahead and make a... Um, go ahead and make a survival check as you all look for a good place to bed down for the evening. Uh, I was going to ask Mr. Uh, Mr. I... Survival, how about the, how about the ranger does it? Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. probably. Uh, well, I, I thought you meant everyone. I apologize. That's my fault. No, it's okay. Um, we can have two people do it. Go ahead. Someone else wants to. 
I like Turgot's role better. Yeah, yeah, yeah Turgot's no, no offense. No, 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 not taken. Not taken. I just, as well as I thought he was having everyone, everyone look. Dude, what are you doing over by the spike <laughs> rocks? It's like right here is a better, like, come on. I have an itch I'm trying to get with the rock. What are your bed to roll down on? <laughs> the, the ground's all soggy where he is. Hey, this is a great place to sleep. It's a nice water bed. Well, while Dolar definitely is eyeing this odd-looking uh, shallow puddle as a good place to sleep, uh, Turgot, on the other hand, finds himself a nice little um, indented area uh, just off the main, this uh, old, very ancient road that you guys have been following. And you do find a, a little bit of, of a nice glade. Um, trees around the outside and a few bush that gives you a, a, little, bit of, uh, a, a little bit of cover. That allow you to build the fire without being seen from for unless there, someone's right up on you. So you, you feel like this would be a very good spot to bed down for the evening. Hooray. Hey, uh, hey, music man, over here. Oh, sorry, I got this wicked itch on my back that I'm just trying to get. I, you again, your bedroll. You, you got out your bedroll. I don't no believe you. No problem at all. But right, right here. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the show. You can you can sleep uh, like right over next to that tree over there. Well, I feel like it's completely far away from you. Just like you can go over there. Now, how many hit dice do I regain with a long rest? Um, half. Like half of what I need. You get half back of what you what you have. So if you, as a level six character, you would get three back. Okay, I got it. Okay. And am I safe to just heal up, or do we need to do some rolls? Uh, you guys are going to do, do your rolls like normal. To, um, yep. As you bed, as everybody's bedding down for the evening, you build a small fire. Um, use up some rations, or Turgot maybe goes hunting. And I'm, with a twenty, I'm going to say you probably find a couple of rabbits that you can snare and and have for a decent meal. Anyone want any rabbits? Sure. And so you all kind of spend some time enjoy, uh, cooking a meal, relaxing a little bit, um, getting to know your new tiefling uh, travel companion. And all of you ha have a, a nice meal, uh, a good calming evening for the most part. It's, if, everybody, if there's anything anybody wants to do before you bed down, you can. Otherwise... I'll just uh, go ahead and start having you guys roll for your watches. I hate these boots so much. I'll take uh, fourth watch now that uh, Shadowfire is not here anymore. Uh, if you guys want, I will take first watch unless I was gonna Turgot, you first would like. Watch. You can take first watch, Turgot. I will take second. I'll okay. take third. So you all bed down for the evening, and um, Turgot, go ahead and make your first watch. Perception check. Nineteen. Oh. Yeah. T 
Turgot, you, you kind of are pacing around the outer edge of uh, this little clearing you guys uh, have found for your, your campsite. And your eyes are just out there scanning with those cat eyes of yours, looking throughout the trees. Every time a bird chirped or an owl hoos or a bit of um, an insect, whatever. You spot it, and you see it, and you zone in on it, and it's almost tempting to pull out your bow and take a shot at these things, but you don't, don't have too many arrows left, so you probably shouldn't. Uh, I, I'm guessing I don't see the uh, a, a big elephant man with a light on his trunk anywhere? Um, no, unfortunately. Only in your dreams. But your first, uh, the first two hours of your watch go by fairly uneventful. And as you wake up uh, Dolar for his, the second watch, you, you bed down in your bedroll and you're kind of feeling a bit disappointed and a little worried and upset that you haven't seen your friend. Can we assume that Fontaine is enamored enough that she would take a watch with Mr. Dollar? Does Um... I'm going to say no in this circumstance, okay. just because I, I don't want to puppet her. Fair. Dolar, go ahead and make your perception check. Ugh. Yeah, um... I, I'm too busy playing the guitar to pay attention. <laughs> yeah, you pull out your lute and you begin strumming and fingering the chords and... God, it's annoying. Everyone can hear it, and... Turgot... Dolar, I can't sleep! Yeah, I'd say Turgot, you can probably hear it as you're trying to get some rest. Focus, dude! And with a 9 performance, it's... You're just out of tune. And you have to sit down and begin... Uh, you, you loosen up all your strings, you're beginning to re-tighten re, um, it, trying to work out to get the chord, the right the right uh, sound for the remainder of your watch. And you're so completely focused on that that nothing at all catches your attention. Scream into my pillow a little bit. <laughs> I went from his best friend to his worst enemy in a character's difference. However, you do finally get your instrument tuned, and you realize, oh shit, I should have been paying attention. Um, who, who's the thir who's third watch? That would be me. So you go and you wake up Ormer, the turtle, in from her sleeping bed, uh, sleeping bag or bedroll, whatever. Go ahead, Ormer, and make your perception check. And nice. Oof. With a 21, you're seeing everything. You're, you can even see Fontaine probably snoring just a little bit in her um, blankets. You can hear that coming from her. Um, out there, in the woods, you catch sight of these little flickers of light almost bluish in tinge that just kind of wink on and wink off again. 
moving out there in the distance. And you only have about 60 feet of dark vision. So these things are, you're catching them just at the edge of your vision. You can also see, like, you, you guys didn't camp too far from the road, maybe about 15 or so feet. I just don't, I don't have on the map for that. But um, in, this, in this space, you can see these lights aren't flickering around the road. They're on your side, and they're on the far side. But they don't come out into the open air um, area of this path itself. Okay, um, if I step forward, like, say, ten feet or so, can I get them within view? Like, within my... You can certainly try. Are, are you moving... Are you just walking out into the forest, or are you trying to be a bit more stealthy and cautious? I mean, I'm probably going to be stealthy and, you know, try to be quiet, just, you know, I don't want to go more than 20 feet. If I go 20 feet and it's still with that, with, out of my range, I'm going to go back and wake somebody up. Go ahead and make a stealth check for me. That would be a nine. Okay, you go walking out about 20 feet, being as quiet as you can, but you're coming into a much more dense part of the forest, and you're trying to get around trees a little bit and hitting branches, and your, your, your eyes are out there looking among the, tr the trees, and the, the, the lights, there's no real pattern to them, but they always appear somewhere far in the distance. Like, you try to walk towards one, but the next time you see that light, you don't see that light when it's, you get there. You see another light somewhere in the distance, and maybe another one farther to the other side, but... Okay, so then I'm going to go back, and I'm going to wake Finn up, since, it, you know, I'm assuming it's kind of getting close to time to wake him up anyway. Yeah, I'd say it's probably about the time for his watch. Okay, I'm going to wake him up and point it out you'll point out the lights to him. I'd rather not go on my own. Okay. So you wake up Finn and um, rouse him from his slumber. And to get you kind of point out, um, are you are you go, are you uh, pointing away from the road, towards the road? What are you drawing his attention to? I'm going to uh, draw his attention to the lights that I was seeing. Okay. So she starts pointing them out to you, and you and you can see the same thing. And I'm telling him, like, hey, Finn, you know, look at these, these weird lights out here. And Finn, you can see them as mm -hmm. well now that she's pointing, because she's pointing out to you. And then you see it just on the very far edge of your dark vision. You can see that little flicker of a light that comes up but, and goes, goes out again. I'm going to blow him a kiss. I'm assuming that this is uh, possibly a Fey thing, because that's one of the classic Fey ploys, is, hey, follow the lights, and then suddenly you're a prisoner of a fairy. Is there a, uh, a check I can make for that? Um, Being a Fey and all? Maybe, like, a, I suppose you could make a survival check. Or a Arcana check, either or. Sure. Can I have advantage for being a Fey myself? I don't see why not. Excellent. Eleven. 
it's hard to tell. You, you've you've definitely heard stories about uh, fairies and things trying to draw unweary travelers towards them by having lights dance about somewhere in the distance. They don't seem to be coming towards you at all. You, they're just it's it's almost like a really b bright firefly. Well, if you really want to go look at it, I'll go with you. But uh, just know that this is often one of the ways that uh, Fay lure travelers. Should we wake the others and have more people on hand? Well, out of game, we can't wake Fontaine because she's not here, and the other two need their rest because they have to re be able to regain their spells. This is fair. Well, it is also I mean, you have Edmin. I mean, I think I can. We can wake up though. Well, I will say it is six o'clock, which means it's time for this session to end. Mm -hmm. So I think we will pick this up next week. Sure. Um, with you guys trying to decide um, if you want to chase after these lights or not. Sure. Okay. Sounds good. So. Yeah, it's not like we could do much more anyway. So, for everybody here in the Debauchery Circus, I am Matthew R. Dawson, and I want to thank you everybody for tuning in and watching us this afternoon. If you enjoyed our episode, please feel free to follow us on Twitch and also on um, Twitter at random underscore Rhapsody. So thank you again, um, everybody, for watching tonight. And on behalf of everybody here at, in Random Rhapsody, thank you for watching. Have a great evening, and we will see you again next week. Good night.